The Disability News Japan Podcast, a podcast all about disability issues in Japan, hosted by Michael Gunn-Packett. Hello, this episode of the Disability News Japan Podcast, the podcast all about disability issues in Japan, is being recorded outside in a very humid Kobe. And it's going to just be a brief update. I just wanted to mark something. Because, uh... All the news is about the Olympics and the Paralympics at the moment, so it probably won't be noted that the 26th of July, this has been recorded on the 25th, but the 26th of July will mark the, f- the five-year anniversary of the Sagamahara stabbings, or the San- Sagamahara massacre as it sometimes is called, where 19 disabled people, along with 26 others, Sometimes 24 in, in, in reports, but the two were workers at the care, at the care home Lily Garden or Sukhoi Lily Garden in, in Sagamahara. Satoshi Uematsu climbed into, into a former employee, climbed into a room at about two minutes past two, according to most reports, and began to stab the disabled residents. As of this won't be marked very well, part I think, partly because of the Olympics. Although in fairness, when it comes to disability issues, it has to be pointed out that the whole Oramada, the composer for the Olympics, who mocked and, and well, some people might say assaulted disabled people, that has been marked. So I thought I would just highlight this in a brief podcast. There is a, a bit of an update. In fact, there's, there's, there's something we can say that connects to the Olympics and the Paralympics. And that is, that is that, I'm sure I must have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but the Paralympic torch was going to pass by the site of the attack. But the relatives and, and, the vict- and some of the victims themselves didn't want that to happen. Apparently, the government of Sagamahara, I think, I think it was the local government, so municipal government, just planned to have the torch pass by there without consulting with the family, and a lot of people took umbrage with that. And this goes to something I've often felt about, about Japan, and that's how quickly, sometimes at least, Japan Inc, as it were, Japan as a a government or as an institution, wants people to move on or get over things. Even with uh, the musician Oyamada, for example, initially he wasn't going to resign, or at least his resignation wasn't accepted. He finally did, but in between, members of the government, members of the Japanese Olympic Committee were saying, I do hope he can continue to contribute the Olympics, so they were hoping they were still going to be able to use his music. To me it's as if, once you apologise in Japan, that's it. It's done. Move on. I just don't accept that. Anyway, not a cheery update, but I just really wanted to make sure that this five-year anniversary was marked in some way. And as I said, it probably won't be because of the Olympics. 
Understandably so, I know. I mean, it, it, it is a big deal, and I always like to remind people when I'm accused of being so-called anti-Olympics that I applied to be a volunteer. It's only COVID that means I'm not... Well, not that I, I was accepted, but that I'm glad I wasn't accepted. Anyway, five years since that attack happened, and I thought that was worth marking. Thank you for listening.